0: And welcome back to 90.7 WCLH wilkes barre scranton Hazleton. You are listening to the third installment of Telling the Untold Stories of Wilkes, a podcast hosted by your very own Lindsay Scory. Today, I am in the studio with Kaylin Hughes and Mel Fouts, two of the best people I know in the Wilkes University Honors Program. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves.
1: Hi, I'm Kaylin <laughs> Hughes. I am a sophomore political science and history double major and my brain broke Lindsay my brain's broken
0: <laughs> I know it's like you suddenly forget everything about
1: yourself when you are asked I to hate, introduce I, yourself it's like it's like when you do icebreakers and they're like <laughs> tell a fun fact about yourself and it's like I don't know anything about myself you're yeah. the most mediocre
0: person to I ever have no free
2: earth. time I have no hobbies uh, I don't
1: I, I don't exist I'm not even a human <laughs> yeah yeah who am i um i'm currently the ra at waller south which is the first year honors building so that's really cool honors on honors (laughs) honors everything i'm also the secretary of programming board please come to every thursday night event it's so fun i am also on hpsc which we are talking about today but mel hi so i am mel mel fouts
2: um i am a junior environmental engineering major with a minor in sustainability management. I am not an RA, but (laughs) I am vice president of the Society of Women's Engineers here at Wilkes. I also am on the executive board for the Pennsylvania Society of Pennsylvania Engineers, the student chapter. Yep,
1: I do nothing fun. You are a woman <laughs> in STEM. I was about
0: to say, Mel's one of the first people I met that I was like, this is a true woman in STEM. Um, Bunsen burner. On.
1: I am
2: <laughs> I am an e-mentor, though, so that's exciting. And I am president of HPSC.
0: Yes, you are, Miss Ma'am. So <laughs> I want to hop right in. What made you guys choose the honors program when you were looking at Wilkes, when you decided, why would you apply?
1: Well, I mean, mine's kind of funny because I just applied to Wilkes because I thought the campus was really nice. The only building I toured was actually Bellis, which is very ironic because I'm not a comm major. <laughs> the building we're in right now. Yeah, the building <laughs> we're in right now. Um, the honors program, I got the little like slip in my admissions package and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I probably won't do it. <laughs> and then I visited Wilkes again for the honors and scholars brunch And my mom was like, oh, you should do it. And I was like, okay. So I filled up the application, like, that night. And now I'm here.
2: Um, So for me, it was just always through high school. I was always, like, in, like, that mm, honors group of kids, I guess. But, you know, like, I took the APs. I took the honors Mm -hmm. sections. And so, like, it was something I wanted to do myself. Uh, My parents did not make me. Um, (laughs) But um, so... I knew I wanted to come to Wilkes. There's not many schools in PA actually that offer environmental engineering. I don't know if that's really? like, yeah. There's I think there's like,
0: it's just environmental science or engineering. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of environmental science, but not a lot have environmental en- environmental engineering. And then of the ones that do, there's not a lot of small schools. And I knew I wanted a small school too, so it was like small school with environmental engineering, and it really gave me like not many options. And I didn't want to go close. I didn't want to go far from home and I'm from Sealands Grove like originally so this is only an hour and a half away so I was like Wilkes is where I want to be and then same as Kay I got the envelope in the mail and I looked into it and I was like you know what this seems like this seems like my crowd this seems like people I vibe with um so I applied and yeah here we are
0: Yeah, it's so funny to me, too, because you forget that, like, your experiences aren't your own. Like, you guys are telling this. I'm, like, getting flashbacks to when I was in high school and thinking about applying. And you know what's funny, too, is I met Mel through our honors FYF class. Yes. Mm -hmm, That is how we met. Yeah. Because I remember I thought it was so cool because I'm a big environmentalist myself, just not as amazing as Mel is with it. (laughs) But I remember meeting her and being like, that's so cool because she asked me... Didn't we switch topics? Yeah. Because I got climate change for our final topic and Mel was like, hey, I really want that. Yeah. Because
2: I had like the Chilean mind disaster and I always respected you because you were like, yeah, I got you. Like, let's switch. Let's mix it up. And I was like, all right. Like,
0: (laughs) because you know what? Number one rule of calm is learn how to talk about anything. And you know what? That's just what I do. I could talk. It just doesn't matter what it's about. I'd like it to be about things I know about, but right. You never know. I have yeah. no
1: idea what the Chilean mine disaster is. So it uh, sounds like my PowerPoint very interesting. Yeah. fall
0: 2019. <laughs> I
2: still have mine. I can talk to you all about global climate change. Mm-hmm.
0: And Miss K, I thought she was much older. We met this past year. When did we meet? Barely even. I have no idea. Like I knew of you last year. And I feel like we literally like I I feel like we just started hanging out a couple weeks ago and now I feel like I've known you my whole life. Um, But I remember think, I literally thought you were like my ear.
1: No, nope, nope.
0: You're such a youngin.
1: I am such a youngin, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
0: So now, when you decided to become an RA, did you know you were going to dorm for Waller?
1: No, actually. And I originally said that I wanted, like, Waller or Doan since a lot of honor students ended up in Doan as well. That's where I personally was freshman year. I originally was placed in Pearsall, and then two weeks before RA's moved in, Reslife called me and was like, hey you're in Waller and I was like oh my god (laughs) I love my life right now thank you so much I can't wait to move in okay so
0: before we dive into HPSC and what that is near both your roles um let's give a little background on the honors program for anybody who does not know about it so do you guys want to talk about maybe the history of the honors program different leadership that's been here while you've been here so far
2: I mean, relatively speaking, as a whole, and like across the board, our honors program is pretty new. Like, I think just either this year or the year before, we had our first group of honors alum graduate. So, we're only like five or six years old as an honors program. Um, So, even in my time here, I've seen a lot of growth in the program. Um, Like, we've had grad assistants come and go, we've had different directors come and go. And, I mean, along with that, comes the HPSC um, but I don't know there's been a lot of growth and development and really like there's a big emphasis right now on student input and where we want it to go Mm -hmm. for the future especially as we have a new director stepping in next semester
1: I think. I believe so yeah I don't know my entire time here so far has just been Dr. Kukin as director Jen in the office and there has been a lot of growth even in my one year here like we have the barry scholars program in addition to honors so it's really cool how we're including more of the wilkes community into like the honors field right like the honors community yeah
0: Mm -hmm, because jen mclaughlin has been the most consistent figure absolutely jen's been consistent
1: is the backbone of (laughs) my honors honors experience
0: one of the best people to communicate with
1: honestly her and I were having a conversation about euphoria last Monday. Are you it was serious? so fun. Like that, we were, that and makes me so happy. Since she is such like a literary, creative writing buff, like we were just like talking about all like the aspects of writing and stuff that that were presented, and it was it was so fun.
2: And like you meet Jen and like she's Jen, and then you find out that she's like actually like a published romance novel author, and it's just mm-hmm. like it adds a whole other level to her character, and like I just love her for it. No, <laughs> honest know? to
1: God. Like she has Wow, she has accolades, you know what I mean? She's friends with Anna Todd. Are you serious? Yeah. They follow each other on Twitter.
0: She is humble about that. I did not
1: know that. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: see, I think it's interesting because I didn't even know our honors program was that fresh when I first like applied. Like I, I had no clue. And then like going to meetings, like Mel said, like you start to see it evolve and become what it is. And um what's nice about the honors program too is every year has different benefits. So it depends on what year you came in and what year you started in the program. Yeah. Um, But one thing I love is we do a participation point system. So essentially you go to an event, at least two for the year, one for the semester. And I feel like I've always done Pizza Plus. Those are my favorites.
2: Yeah, Pizza Pluses are solid. When those had
1: to go online, I was kind of sad about it. But they're... I have never truly experienced a Pizza Plus. Yeah.
2: It's
0: free pizza and a lecture about something great. I've done, like, they've done study abroad ones. They do it on, like, stress. like
2: Yeah, all different things. And it's always cool because, like, it doesn't feel like a lecture. Like, mm-hmm. you're definitely learning and you're getting exposed to new information, but, like, it's in such a casual setting that, like, like, I don't know, I just feel like that embodies the Wilkes, like, I don't know, idea. Like, small class sizes, like, one-on-one interactions, you're just talking with, like, this expert in the field over pizza, and, like, it feels so casual, but it's, like legit like super
0: cool yeah Yeah, it really is because it is a big networking experience to get to talk with because like you don't think about the fact that your professors and advisors are people with like crazy amounts of experiences like how you said like jen's background like you don't know that about a person until you a do research on them or b get to know them better and like the nice thing is too is like i'm the same way where like i really wanted to pick a small school like i knew like i wanted that like intimate connection with my professors and i feel like it just goes a long way. Because then, then, like you said, like you feel like you just have a such better bond with them. And I I really was happy when Dr. Kukin took over because he has to be like one of the favorites of this entire school. Absolutely. I love him so much. Yeah.
1: He's probably the reason why I'm a history major. Really? Like, to <laughs> say the least, I hated history in high school. And when I took his class last spring, I knew for sure that I wanted to pursue and like go further with my education so he's an amazing guy
2: yeah I had him for history one on one, the honor section this semester we went online and one of the things that just like stuck out to me so profoundly was that his class was the one class out of all of them that like I always looked forward to because it was always enjoyable and like it never felt dry and just I wasn't a history person either like history was not my thing I wasn't looking forward to the class honestly as a
1: whole but like he totally changed my perspective on it like he is Yes. No. He's a cool dude. Like I think of history classes and I think of like exams and memorizing facts, but with him it's like appreciating, enjoying and going through the experiences and he'll sing sometimes, which is really funny, <laughs> but like it's an amazing experience if you ever get to have class with him.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I will say for one of the beacon meetings we had this year, we were actually told to stop interviewing Dr. Kukin. (laughs) So (laughs) so many people would go to him like after events for interviews. And they were like, can you start picking more people? Like Dr. Kukin's amazing, but like (laughs) give him a break. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, no, I also um, think I'm really excited for Mel and I, you're not in seminar right now, are you?
1: Honor seminar. Like the, the seminar the class capstone we took our no last year? oh no no no. that's mm. senior year um, i'm a junior you and i better take the same class together <laughs> yes i need that happen i know but a couple
0: juniors are taking it
1: if you have all your credits yeah. done you can just take it early or oh. if you're like finishing that semester you can add it
0: because mm-hmm. i'm really excited for that class because from what i've heard um it takes like the perspective of like everybody in their different majors cuz i know our honors class is majority stem like cuz mm-hmm. i know there's a lot of pharmacy there's a lot of pharmacy in honors program period yeah but our year has a lot of that and I'm super excited because I heard we get to approach like different topics and then like each person goes from the perspective of their major. So it could be like, um, like Flint, Michigan, like in the water crisis, like, and each person would take it from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's just so cool. And that's such a nice way to incorporate that. Like, it's like, I don't know. Cause I had that going into like, high school into college where like i was also in like the honors group of people but like i was the kind that was taking like ap lit and ap gov not like ap calc which okay. you probably were <laughs> yeah i was
2: ap calc ap bio
1: like Bruh, all I the way ap physics it
2: destroyed
1: me horrible yeah. destroyed me but like i took all the ap's in high school that i could just just mm-hmm. to do it
0: but it's like we're all honors kids and i'm like i could appreciate that like what your like enjoyed <laughs> like <laughs> academics are might not be what my enjoyed academics are but we're both yeah. like overachievers right and
2: I, I mean it definitely goes the other way too like I don't know there's the stereotype of like the stem major is always clowning on like other non-stem majors but I don't know me I'm like I don't like writing papers so people that write papers like mm-hmm. every day all day like mad respect to you people who can like public speak with confidence mad respect to you like you put an engineer on a stage and they're like shutting down internally like that's just
0: but that's why i love that we can like respect each other's like right yeah i I love that because at the end of the day like no matter how great you are at your major, we all chose something we're passionate about. Exactly. And I think that's what's really cool is like, we need each of everyone in this world, especially to do the careers that we want to pursue. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. But I really want to jump into HPSC, which you both are involved in. Tell me a little bit about it, because I don't know as much. I have not ever been on on this board so
1: so mel you're one of the founding members of yeah. hpsc I founding father founding father founding of hpsc father. <laughs> um yeah hpsc was created
2: my freshman year so two years ago um and it was an idea by like that came about with jen and Um, the director at the time and they wanted a student voice in the honors program and its growth and where it's headed so they wanted like a student body representative committee essentially and that's what HPSC is the honors program student committee so um, it's just honor student and we honor students we try to represent the honors program the best we can Uh, but I came in I was a little freshy and I came in. <laughs> I was secretary at the time and I served for
1: secretary two years and now she I She was an amazing secretary, I yeah, must say. Madame She's amazing secretary. at her job.
2: Yeah. I don't know if we know the color personality test, but I'm a blue through and through, so like organization, that's where I'm thriving. She so like for it. yeah, being secretary, I was like, these notes, I'm about to rock them. <laughs> um but Now I'm president. Um, But it's been really cool to see it grow and to see like the new people coming and going. And even within HPSC, the
1: roles we've mixed up. And I mean, Kay's been here for that, too. Like you've seen that. Yeah. No, I last year I came in as a little freshman and honestly, I had no idea what it was. It was put out in the honors buzz that we get weekly. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I looked at the application. I talked to Jen and I was like, should I do it? And she was like, yes, 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 (laughs) yes, 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 yes. And I was like, okay. So I come in as the director of marketing, not knowing anything about Google Forms or the print shop (laughs) or anything on campus today (laughs) or Wilkes today. You learn as you go. Who who reads Wilkes today? That's a really good question, isn't it? I,
0: I read the headlines. I do. Yeah. If it catches my eye, but I get it.
1: So <laughs> I come in, I learn all that. I grow fond of everybody that was on HPSC. It's really unfortunate, but like, it's unfortunate, but nice to see everybody come and go and grow while they're in their role and grow outside of HPSC. Like, watching people that are going to graduate this semester or go into like their third or fourth year of pharmacy school is like the coolest thing of all time. So. Now I am the vice president of HPSC and I love working besides Mel Aww, and I love thanks. supporting the rest <laughs> of the new committee. It's so fun. And I really like
2: that the terms run from spring semester to fall semester because like if you're serving on the committee, it adds like a nice sense of like continuity between your years because like, okay, I was a sophomore and now I'm a junior, but like you still have HPSC through that transition. So like, I feel like it adds a nice flow to like even just your personal development but I think it's also just a good leadership opportunity like you can be leaders like on campus but being a leader in the artist program specifically I just think is like really cool because like I was passionate about the program and like that's why I joined because it's something I'm passionate about so I think it's really awesome to be able to like kind of pioneer
1: yeah like I mean I did not come in like very like enthusiastic or excited about the honors program i was kind of just here but as i've become more involved especially with hpsc i've grown to love the program more and more and love the people i'm around and love both dr kukin and jen with Mm -hmm. all my heart right
2: and hopefully we put events together that like make other students love the program more too like it's a great community
0: of students i would say and every event has always been like I think when people think of the honors program, they think of it as being, like, all these nerds who do, like, really, like,
1: academic, like, depressing yeah. stuff,
0: and it's, like, we do a lot of really fun. We are
1: fun. We are the cool people yeah, of Oaks university events. thank you.
0: Yeah, like, there's so many, like, fun th- I get sad when, like, I, I have a class or something, and I know why I, I couldn't attend an event or, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I'm curious, so what are all the positions on HPSC? Has it changed over time, or do you always have, like, a a president, a vice president, director of marketing? We've
2: always had president, VP, um, we have director of social events, and they help put together, you know, like, the social events, like, the fun ones, so, like, if we do a Kahoot or a bingo or, like, a movie night, that's one of our social events. We have the director of academic opportunities, and they're kind of responsible for more academic focused things, Um, so... I know right now we're working on coordinating an alumni event, and that's something that our director of academic opportunities is kind of, like, taking charge of. And then we have... We have... Director um, of community community service. Community
1: service. And then we have director of publicity, which is, like, running the social media with Jen. And then we have marketing, which is what I did, and marketing all the HPSC events, helping Jen with the buzz. It's a lot of fun. And then we have treasurer and fundraiser
2: and so like publicity and marketing that used to be one role and then we split it because like we just realized it could be done more effectively if we allowed two people to share that workload because mm-hmm. for one person it was a lot right. and then treasure and fundraiser has kind of like come and gone with time mm-hmm. like it was separate and then together or
1: vice versa Yeah, it was like it was together and then we separated it last yeah. year when I came in and now it's back together again
0: yeah well you do have to base it a lot off the people you have like that on too HBSC and like what their skill sets are and how deep you need to dive into each right. role mm-hmm. for sure that's so cool because I wouldn't like like I knew about HPSC and like I I knew the people on it for the most part but it's like cool to see like how much you guys actually do and like deep dive into things because mm-hmm. you forget that like these events don't just happen like right they're, exactly. they're very much planned and yeah. advanced and prepped
2: and even before this committee existed like now that it does exist and like students kind of get a look behind the curtains of like how these events come to be it's like how did Jen just like do this all exactly. like again shout out to Jen for being amazing like out to she Jen always the calm
0: like, yeah that's the thing about leadership that always amazes me is like they could have so much on their plate but like you could walk into their office and they're just yeah there for you she, yeah
1: like you can come in completely ecstatic and she may be working on her book that she has to have due by like the second week of march now mm-hmm. and she'll drop everything and listen to you if you're mm-hmm. sad she'll mm-hmm. drop everything and listen to you like she's so supportive and it's amazing how she did so much work and now we're here to support her yeah
0: like her kids outside of her actual children
1: (laughs) that's literally what she said in the last meeting yeah it is it
0: is (laughs) and i will say like because the honors lounge has moved before because our freshman year it was originally in like the first floor like i don't what do you refer to that area like
2: so i think that's an ongoing point of confusion especially during (laughs) like orientation because people will say like the pit or like the the whole i think it's the pit It's, like, where the
0: courtyard is outside of Stark. Like, how you go from, like, where the pharmacy wing is, and then you cross through the courtyard into another section And the wall
1: still says
2: honors program. And I'm, like, when are they going to change that? Well, they're demoing the whole thing. Like, the whole thing's going away. Really? What? That's what Jen said.
0: (laughs) That's crazy.
2: I think they're planning to just, yeah, do away with the whole thing. That's what I heard. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to close it off and just make it all classroom space. So there's no more, like, inside, outside, inside, outside.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
2: that'd
1: make it a lot easier. Yeah, but
0: it's a cute space, but I think what's hard too is like it's very shady. So, like, yeah,
1: it's real dark down yeah, there. So, it's yeah. tough.
0: Like, if the sun's out, you won't really feel the sun unless you move one of the tables. Yeah.
2: And it feels really, or it, well, I mean, where it was, it felt really separated too. Like, it was nice because, like, this is the honor space, but it almost felt a little too separate that it was, like, you know, it almost felt exclusive to other students. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not really what we're about. So, like, right. I like that we've moved up to the second floor. Now, because we just, I just feel more like in with it, like it doesn't feel as out on the outskirts. (laughs)
0: And it's a pretty populated space because Stark is, besides just for the amount of like STEM classes it holds, I've had a lot of Gen Eds in Stark. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, and Stark's uh, it's one of my favorite places to frequent for lunch.
2: (laughs) Greens to go. Greens to go.
0: You guys have really nice study spaces there. Like, it's it's a good space.
1: So last spring i would sit in the honors office from like 8 a.m to 5 p.m and just do my work because it's like the r- a really nice space and there'd it's be times so crisp. yes there'd be times where like dr kukin and jen would leave and be like lock the door on your way out like, yeah you can stay here as long as you want yeah as long as Aww. you lock the door but we do have like the lounge itself down i was the gonna hall. say because now that has like 24 hour swipe access mm-hmm. so like oh, really? mm-hmm. yeah like you could go in there like when do all the buildings close? Whenever they close, and you can just go upstairs and swipe in.
0: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, you know, people have weird study hours,
1: mm-hmm. right?
2: I'm yeah. not like
0: a crazy late time studier unless it's like I know I have something due at midnight and I like want to cram it in.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once it's like eight, nine o'clock, like I'm shutting down. Unless, like you said, like unless I have to be, like if I know I have to still stay functioning, I will. But like, I'm shutting down at like nine o'clock yeah. and I'm done. But and I'm one of
0: those people. Like I can't really sit in my bed and do work. Like I need to go sit in like a study mm-hmm. space. So I feel like that's my place to be. Productive. Exactly.
1: Like I need to separate my room and my bed from schoolwork or else I will get stressed,
0: which is healthy because you need to have separate spaces for those mm-hmm. things, which is a really good thing to have. And I'm, Honestly, I wanted to talk, too, about how I think it's super cool that we have people join the honors program once they've actually gotten here. Yes. And just like, because I think that's one thing that's so hard is when you're a high school student and you're looking at colleges, it's already such an overwhelming process that sometimes, like, by the time you get here, you didn't get to, like, look at every opportunity or, like, you're not sure about, like, what programs you've chosen or not chosen. So I think it's really cool that you could actually apply to the honors program at this moment right
1: yeah so incoming well freshmen now that they're here uh they can apply this semester because they have six like semesters left to complete the honors requirements they can apply it's relatively the same application process for high school students they just need letters of recommendation and i think a transcript Mm -hmm. i know someone in my year morgan Mm -hmm, morgan Morgan rich yep she's in the honors program now and The only other requirement is that you take the 300 level creative writing class with Jen instead of FYF.
0: Yeah, which I think that is so cool because, okay, so for the honors program, you have to take your FYF as honors. You Mm -hmm. take a senior seminar class and then you take 18 credits Mm -hmm. of other classes with honors attributed to them. And I thought that was so cool because I've actually had a couple of friends who have taken that class with Jen. And it seems like it's a really fun, like creative, like class. It is
1: like she'll let you write about anything. I know my friends. Uh, they wrote like a whole dystopian society about lotion kind of type <laughs> deal last spring, and they had to like formally dress up, business, whatever, and r- present to the entire class. And they read about like lotion wars or something. It that's there's so a cool lot though. of creative liberty. But you're
0: in a creative writing class. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't want the stories to be mediocre like that's so cool
2: yeah now that jen's teaching like classes because she used to just be like honors program but now that she's also teaching it's weird because even within hpsc i met her as jen so like first name basis but everyone else has met her as like professor mclaughlin so like yeah yeah even sometimes in the meetings i'm like jen should i should i call you jen or should i call you like something more formal because like I met her as Jen but everyone else has met her as a professor so right. like
1: it's just kind of interesting because I remember my last day of FYF with her she was yeah. like okay you guys can call me Jen now Aww. it was it was so sweet See, I now I'm like if we
0: have her for seminar could we still call her Jen
1: I I don't know I would still call her Jen. I was gonna that's say, all, that's like I feel I'm so like used to it.
2: Maybe because especially if we're all in the same, like if it's our class, like class of twenty twenty three cohort, like mm-hmm. we all
1: met her as Jen. Yeah. Like right. I don't know. I know people in my year that still call her professors. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jen, if you're listening, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. Please please <laughs> let guys me will know. You probably know before me, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so how frequently do you guys meet?
2: Um, we just meet once a week. Um uh, we really try to keep the meetings to one hour during club hours so that it's like (laughs) accessible to everyone because Mm -hmm. like especially with all of our hectic schedules that just seems to be the only time to make it work but yeah just once a week um as president you do attend the hpac meetings as well the honors program advisory committee meetings yeah um so that's like two meetings a week but right now hpac's only meeting bi-weekly anyways but Mm -hmm. yeah
1: hpsc we meet once a week so you're sitting with the big dogs Mel she really is she really is and if there's weeks that she can't go I have to sit with the big dogs (laughs) (laughs) no ma'am I mean I remember when we did like the whole process to like decide who was going to be president and it was really intimidating at first but like all the professors and like staff on HPAC were really nice and really sweet so I imagine those meetings actually being like relatively chill and not like yeah crazy
0: and at the end of the day, I'm sure, like, all of these committees and meetings and stuff, is like, they just want what's best for the students, Yeah, exactly what yeah. you guys want. And right. I think what's nice is you guys have that student perspective. It's not all just faculty and advisors speculating, like, oh, what's good for this program? What's good for the students when you actually have a first hand account?
2: Right. And, like, that's a really good way to think about it because, like, it can be intimidating, like, oh, my gosh, like, I have to go to this meeting. But what it is is, like, if you just flip
1: it, like, you are the student representative at the meeting. Exactly. So it's like, it's like yeah. yeah like you get it's that student voice. And I imagine it's very fulfilling to be a voice and a leader for like the entire honors program. Mm-hmm.
0: I think about that like when we were walking into this um podcast, Mel was like, So how are we? And everybody's <laughs> like, Uh we're at that uh-huh. point in that already we're a little dead inside. Yeah. But then like sometimes I do like what you said, like I'll check my perspective and be like, yes we are all involved in so many things and like things that take up a lot of our time but I wouldn't be a part of a single one of them if it wasn't worth
1: it exactly like it's so rewarding to be so involved and be able to be that person because I know like although my residents are like the incoming freshmen and like there's other people in other years that like recognize us and see us as leaders in the honors program and that is so rewarding and so fulfilling to know that they could come to me if they ever needed anything ever had any suggestions and I could just like send it back to the program mm-hmm.
2: yeah or like when someone feels comfortable enough to just ask you a question on campus like they mm-hmm. recognize you and recognize you as a resource like that is like that's what i'm doing this all it's, for it's, it's amazing like, that Impact. is yeah that is my payback because not my payback but, like that is my payment like for everything <laughs> i do <'cause laughs> Your it's, payback yeah. yeah payback because yeah. <laughs> you're such a good leader <laughs> no, no, on campus no, no. <laughs> well, but it's like, like yeah yeah like that's that's what we do it for you know like that's why we get involved to be a resource for others so like That's why I always tell anyone, especially incoming freshmen, I'm like, do not hesitate to ask because like Mm -hmm. the students that are here want you to ask them. I promise. Like they want to get an opportunity to talk about all the amazing things they do Mm -hmm. and like you can just learn so much exactly and
0: i'm gonna sound like every teacher ever when i say there is no stupid question because i completely agree with that it's like
1: exactly because
0: i will say like through your residence and like our mentees and like all the people we are a part of clubs and stuff with like you forget that like they're watching you like i remember being a freshman and looking up to the people who ran the things i was a part of yeah and it's like weird to look back and be like i'm one of those people now and it's a good feeling i think of you know I hate saying this, but when we graduate eventually, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know that you might physically leave this space or you never know. Maybe you'll stay here, but we'll (laughs) physically leave this campus and there's still going to be our impact because of the people that we get to be around and get to mentor and be friends with. I just
1: live in the speakeasy in Waller. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Kay is going nowhere. K I'm, going, I have, I'm going nowhere. I'm going to be the Ari yeah. there forever.
2: I have already had conversations with Missy about like just throwing my remaining three semesters so that like I have to fail and stay. Right. Just stay. Behind. Like I've, it's already a plan in the works. Word. So. Let, I
0: might join with you. Yeah. Um, so interesting you brought up the speakeasy because <laughs> we have talked a lot of amazing academic like great conversations. Honestly, I'm, I'm really enjoying myself. I have to know. Had a request to talk about dorm hauntings. <laughs> yes, I, I know that Waller. Yes, is one of rumor to have been haunted. It mm. is.
1: It is most definitely
2: haunted. It's funny you would say that. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> Mel. What was that look? Oh, it's so funny. Oh, <laughs>
1: nothing. <laughs> well, what do you know? What do you know that I don't? Actually,
2: I mean, I don't want to be like a bummer, but like I actually didn't have any experiences while living in Waller, i blame it on the fact that we got sent home early but like (laughs) like quarantine we got kicked out but like
0: not even a bump in the night
2: no i mean listen there were i don't want to freak people out but like there were a couple times like at night we would hear things but like
0: it also is a very old mansion it's scary and it's a dorm mind you yeah but
2: So, I didn't have personally any, like, demanding evidence, but I know Kay has something.
1: So, this building's terrifying. I've heard stories from past RAs about how, like, their stuff would be moved in their rooms or, like, stuff would just, like, be in the middle of their floor when they, like, came back from something. Um, For me, personally, it's been my light switches. Mm-hmm. I will walk out of my room with the lights on and I'll come back and they're off, or it's the complete opposite. And RAs have to move in early. So living in Waller for two weeks by yourself, by myself, <laughs> terrifying. Maybe, is maybe, it, absolutely. I always absolutely. Have lost all. Absolutely. My
2: favorite, like almost one of my favorite memories, just because, is when I was just giving the honors tour at this most recent orientation and just like getting to walk incoming students and parents through it for the first time and they're like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? And it just like brought everything into perspective. I was like, trust me, this place becomes your home and you love it. But like I just loved like the amazement on people seeing it for the first time. Like, what is going on? I'm like, no, you will love it and this will be your favorite place. No, Uh and you will know it like the back of your hand when
0: you leave. Yeah. And that's what's crazy to me about college dorms in general is how you go tour it and it looks so bare. It's like, how could somebody live here? And then by the time, especially with Waller, because it's like a community.
2: Absolutely. It's not yeah. just
0: like, oh, your neighbor's right next to you. It's like you are a house of like a bunch of students. Mm-hmm. And what's nice, too, about the honors program is like a lot of students are academically inclined. But you're literally in a house full of people who think like you.
1: Who yeah. Exactly. Enjoy
0: studying and like keeping on track with their tasks. But like also aren't afraid to have fun and enjoy themselves. I know Kay did a PowerPoint night <laughs> for her residents. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: we did do a PowerPoint night a couple weeks ago shout out to my koari matt for putting on the best star wars <laughs> powerpoint of all time <laughs> yeah he was talking about star wars characters he really liked so that was really nice right and ranking them and ranking yes. them yeah
0: i did hear see because for those who don't know powerpoint nights became like a thing this year yes where TikTok. people make like <laughs> really funny PowerPoints. <laughs> mm-hmm. like it just it, that was such a fun and quirky idea but yeah no like I know so I commuted my first two years I didn't move on to campus until this year but I used to go to Waller all the time to like see you know my friend Maddie like I would go and see friends and like hang out in dorms and just there's just something so special about it like Like, it's your home I
1: I didn't live in Waller last year as a freshman there were so many residential girls like honors yeah honors girls like we they filled up Waller South and and do like half a don was which filled. is
0: good because that means it's becoming more popular and like people
1: are mm-hmm. appreciating it and do is also haunted but don't get me started on yeah that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for that we don't have, we don't <laughs> have time for that it's it's terrifying to say the least if you get placed in don't um have fun
0: with peace and love it's fun though let's market this in fun. a positive manner it is really fun.
1: yeah
2: no it is and like that's like that's what it is like because of how unique the experiences are like like there are people who are not my major. I don't talk to them on any other front except for like seeing them on campus, and it's just like we were in water together freshman year. Like enough, un- exactly. Like, like period. Like,
0: uh huh. I walked into my first ever COM one hundred and one class, mm-hmm. and it was because it was an honors class, so it was half pharmacy kids who just needed it for their requirement. And I remember the first thing they all like were in there. They were like, oh, we're the Waller gang. And like, absolutely. I was like, yo, like there's no way they had that fun of a time that it's the year. Like they don't even live there anymore at this point. Like they're sophomores. And they're like, we're the Waller gang. And I'm like, wow, that really left an impact on you. right?"
2: And the fact that it does that year after year, like when we have like Mm -hmm. cross cohort honors meetings, like everyone, no matter what year they're from can talk about just like Waller or don't or like, and just how it was as a freshman, like you don't even have to live in the honor storms at the same time to have like that same unifying
1: mm-hmm. experience. One of my first honors experiences in Waller was in fact falling down the stairs t- nice. to the north side because of a bat mm. cuz
0: <laughs> god bless.
1: Waller gets so many bats. Yeah. So that that moment will always be in my head forever because I fell down the stairs with my best friend. <laughs> we were trying to deliver a pizza to the other side because remember last fall when all those power lines like fell down in the city and we didn't have class for like two days yeah so like the power's out in waller we order pizza we take it to the guy's side and fall down the stairs okay such a
0: bonding experience it really was yeah and like what's cool is like we talk about like the the kind of really unique experience of going to a small school but i also feel like Wilkes has so many like just in doing this podcast alone and like having people reach out to me about different ideas to cover I was like Wilkes has so many cool niche things like Mm -hmm. a lot of schools have honors programs not Mm -hmm. a lot of them have the same opportunities we do not a lot of them have specific dorms only offered to honor students yeah that's a very unique experience
2: and that's why when Wilkes like markets the honors program as a like an honors living learning community like that's what it is like you start FYF freshman year together like if you're residing on campus you're living together and Mm -hmm. then you go your own ways you like go through so much growth in your college career and then Mm -hmm. senior year whether you're residential commuter whatever like you all come back together before you graduate and like like we were talking earlier like you just all come back together and you get to talk about what you've done and like all the feels right (laughs) I'm not ready for it actually but
0: it's like like people I just had a class with a couple years ago that I'm in the honors program with and just see all the time so friendly like they're just the best people to see around like I feel like to be fair like the three of us are involved in a lot on campus but Mm -hmm. like I feel like there's no going anywhere without seeing somebody I know and being like like you said, like you might not have been super close with them, but just because you have a shared experience, it's like, I don't know, it unites you in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It allows you to connect with way more people than you ever thought you would. Like, Absolutely. Like I've, I'm personally a part of like the, my cohort is full of STEM. Like it's all like biology, pharmacy, and I'm like mm-hmm. the only one of like, I don't even know how many social science students. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to be able to walk around and see them and be like, oh, they're a STEM major, but like we live together. Mm-hmm. we had we studied together even if it was different classes like right. i got to share experiences with them like that is so cool
0: and you realize how similar you are but also like i love the differences from my peers sometimes like i love that for those who know what the color system is like i love that mel's a blue and i'm a yellow mm-hmm. and in every circumstance we should be complete opposites but i feel like i love working with Mel. yeah you guys are yeah.
1: kernels through and through you know yeah blue, oh, blue oh and my yellow. God, we're blue and yellow oh my gosh are all my circle yeah that, that beautiful. I'm, I'm gonna carry that with me hey you just discovered yeah something deep there. yeah is this a core memory
2: maybe <laughs> is this is a core memory it's like the new ones at the end of the movie where it's like blue and yellow mixed together i'll never forget this yeah. well
0: actually mel and i have nicknames for each other oh yeah she's my peaches and i'm her clementine yeah oh my god we were at so um for e-mentor we were at mm. wayday yeah and um one of the activities that jill does was we had to come up with a nickname for each other and then, like, scream across a field to find yeah, each other. Yeah, like, your
2: eyes are closed. You've gone, like, yards, like, probably almost a, almost a football field. In, yeah. Like, not very, maybe very 50 close, yards. But Anyways eyes are closed you've been spun around you're disoriented and the only way you can find your partner is by screaming out each other's like nicknames and unfortunately we were one of the last people left but like our enthusiasm did not Uh, die so there was like we killed it yeah there was probably three pairs left screaming each other's names and like with all of the gusto in our bodies we're just screaming peaches and clementine across the field to each other yeah that that is a core memory and what's majestic
0: too is like i have mel in my phone as mel Peaches after it. Aww. Can it be the peach
2: emoji, please? Yeah, I
0: I put the peach emoji in there with the two. <gasps> okay, okay, girl, that's, you know me. That's all I needed. Come that's on. all I needed. You yeah, know, but that's like, I, I will know hers that for the rest of my life. That is
1: so exciting to see. Yeah. Like, it's so nice to see like the yeah. relationships that have happened. Like, I know, I know. Like looking at you two right now, like I'm gonna be so devastated when you guys graduate. <gasps> Shut up. No, it's not happening. Like no. Mel
0: said, we're gonna stay behind. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm throwing my last three semesters. Do you want to like... remodel the the speakeasy and live there forever? Yeah,
0: I, I'm game. Actually, nobody heard that. If you heard that, you didn't. Yeah. Mel and I will be long gone after 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? We're going to graduate
2: and we're going to be gone. And you're maybe yeah. if you You'll see us, us on campus, no, you didn't. Because no. we're hey, not here.
1: Our legacy will we'll live on else. like the ghost in Waller. <laughs> the ghost
2: Melanar, the real <laughs> oh my ghost God, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, literally. You Go just around at eight, like, I, like, like stomping <laughs> our feet. <laughs> I, I go around whispering, that's so honors. Hashtag got so honors. Find it randomly etched into the woodwork. Like, hashtag that's so honors. No, literally like the names that are in like the stone in the Waller North Lounge. I found it in the wood by the washers on the girl side. Yeah. I did not realize the amount of graffiti in yeah. the building, but it's like so nice to see how that ages. Like yeah. I go back and I see mine and I'm like, "Whoa.
0: Yo, imagine hide and seek in Waller. Have you guys done that?"
1: Okay, so we did one time and then uh Actually, I wasn't a part of it. I was watching them seek, but this one guy ran out and ran all the way across campus. No. And that's not fair. We were told not to tell anybody. Oh, So they're searching around the building for like half an hour. They come back and I'm like, Yo, I know something you don't. (laughs) I know something Something you you will never know.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my God. Well, simply amazing core memories surrounding Walker. No,
1: and like, pool the pool
0: table
2: or even like can we talk about like what the ice cream social has become like i think this (gasps) year we've reached like the best ice cream social so far it was just like the backyard of waller Mm. with ice cream and music and we had yard games and there was bleach dye and Mm. there was like hair braiding going on and like so many people from way day like the day previous had like these friendship bracelets hiding off their nal jeans they were making it was just like
1: and that was like my first time interacting with them like as my residents and i know like that will forever be in my memory yeah
0: i feel like i relive my freshman experience through those things right it's like so exciting and like every year just feels like such a new and fresh like i don't know like that that's just and that space back there is so nice it it really is
1: yeah like i i'm sad that like my freshman year was very limited due to covid restrictions but Mm -hmm. i feel like watching all these other incoming freshmen go through like the normal stuff about the honors program is so much nicer than experiencing it myself because I get to see them be so happy and then I'm going to watch them grow through the program. So right. I and just, now we I get, we get to be a part of like making that happen. Mm-hmm. So exactly. yeah.
0: So that's coming very full circle to wrap up. I am curious what each one of you, if you had to give advice to either an incoming honor student or maybe a college student who's just starting their journey is nervous and you know is trying to figure out the way through academics and college life what do you think your best tip of advice would be to them i put you on the spot with this
1: one you they really know, did they didn't know that i was, know that say, I was just like worse than here. any yeah. icebreaker ever yeah. <laughs> like i have so many things to say like i could i could go on and on and on and write them a whole like book about it but honestly stay true to yourself because you know what's best for you and you will grow as a person during your college experience whether you're in an honors program or any kind of program or not and focus on yourself and focus on your surroundings and making your experience the best it can possibly be.
0: 100
1: percent yeah i i feel like there's
2: a lot of the cliche advice you know like don't be afraid to ask questions no, and like yeah. go yeah. to
1: office hours and like blah 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 but go like up to your professor after the class and introduce yourself and tell yeah. your whole life story and
2: show up to class 10 minutes early and make a good impression like no but like <laughs>
0: which is great but like you'll find your way like you, right. you'll do what you need to do um
2: but i feel like i don't want to like verbatim say what you said but i mean yeah just like stay true to yourself and like allow your growth to happen because like you will grow and develop so much through college and like just let it happen like Mm -hmm. I think anyone can say that they're not the same person they are now when they came in freshman year and like just allow that growth to happen Mm -hmm. like if you're feeling called to a certain club and it's something you've never done before like just let yourself try it let yourself experience that and like just like I don't know.
0: Yeah. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. I agree. These have been some of the most drastic growth periods of my life Mm -hmm. through college Mm -hmm. every single year in. I will say, too, when you guys talk about being yourself, I feel like that attracts the best people for you then. Yeah, that too, because,
2: like, if you're not being yourself and you think you find your group or, like, people you fit in with, like, you're not yourself, though. So, like.
0: They don't know the real you. Yeah. And, like,
2: at the end of the day, like, you're probably going to feel so exhausted from, like, just putting up this facade. So, like, learn to be comfortable in the uncomfortable that's what jill price always says but like the transition to college is gonna feel a little uncomfy at first but like right like learn to like thrive in it and let yourself like just be present in the moment even if it's an uncomfortable moment because like you don't know where you're like you don't know what's going to come out of it and it could be
1: being uncomfortable allows you to grow yeah
0: Hundred percent. I couldn't have said it better myself. So I wanna thank you too. Thank you, Kay, and thank you, Mel, for coming on this podcast with me.
1: Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank (laughs) you so (laughs) much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, you
0: guys are the best. I like I said, I I promised gold and I delivered with them. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys so much for being here. As always, if you are interested, there will be information in the bio to this episode. Um, also the Wilkes honors program is located on the second floor of Stark and you can find information on wilkes.edu slash honors program slash honors.
2: I think it's slash honors.
0: Yeah. Look up, look up Wilkes university honors program. And I promise you, you will Something find will a pop plethora of information. We're also on
1: believe. Instagram at Wilkes honors. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: plug the socials, plug yep. the socials.
1: Please follow. We also have a Twitter, I think, and a Facebook page. Yes, we do. Our Facebook page is really nice. Mm hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. If you are interested, if you are a high school student or you're already at Wilkes and you're interested, like they said, put yourself out there. Try it. I promise you it is worth it. And as always, you are listening to 90.7 WCLH Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Hazleton. Don't forget to keep it locked.